This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. NTL Now is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Mansfield University, Max Driving Academy, and the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, along with Joe Carrion, here's Shane Wilbur. Welcome back, Northern Tier League sports fans, to another great episode of the NTL Now podcast. Shane Wilbur, glad to be back with you and ready to go for yet another week. And uh, I'll tell you what, this week has been absolutely crazy already, and we're not even to the football weekend. But uh, you know what? We did have some NTL football to kick off the week on Monday night. I'll talk about that coming up here in just a little bit. But uh, boy, oh boy, are we now in the fall season or what holy cow we've had some cooler mornings this week and I'll tell you what I do not like waking up going to work and the temperatures are uh, upper 30s or into the low 40s uh, for those early morning commutes but uh, I gotta tell you it definitely makes me appreciate the fact that we are in the fall season it's football time girls soccer boys soccer cross country volleyball everything just seems to be in full swing and uh, I'll tell you what uh, I can't wait to start talking about it right here on the NTL Now podcast this week All right, so we've got uh, what I thought was going to be kind of a light episode this week kind of uh, turned into much more of a bigger episode than I thought it was going to be but uh, you know as uh, things and uh, fate would have it I was actually able to uh, wrangle up a couple of guests here at the last minute and uh, always appreciate when I'm able to drop a text message or two and wrangle up uh, a couple of guests for some great content and uh, coming up a little bit later on in the NTL Now podcast we are going to talk with Brian Fees from the on the Daily Review. Brian and I are going to talk a lot about NTL Sports. Uh, not only will we talk uh, some football later on with this week's preview, but also uh, we're going to talk some of the big happenings going on in uh, all of the Northern Tier League sports, uh, everything from boys and girls cross country uh, to soccer, even uh, a little bit of uh, volleyball and a whole lot more. So yes, everything uh, kind of coming full circle this week right here on the Northern Tier League Now podcast. And of course, you know, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, hey, football season and the football week getting kicked off a little bit earlier this week as we had NTL football action on Monday night as the Canton Warriors return to action. They defeat uh, the Athens Wildcats by a score of 33-9. Big win there for the Warriors as they look ahead now to Saturday night with the Muncie Indians. And, well, who better to talk Canton Warrior football with than, of course, the head coach of the Canton Warrior football team, Tyler Seacrest, and uh, he'll be along coming up a little bit later on in the podcast as well this week. So, yes, two great guests, a lot of content to get to, a lot of recapping to do, and a whole lot of information 
to bring your way. So, folks, I encourage you to stick around this week, listen to the whole thing, and uh, you know what? Uh, you should do that every week anyway, uh, no matter what it is specifically you're looking for. You should be listening to all the content that is put here in the podcast, and uh, I encourage you to do so. And remember, no matter how you are listening, I don't care if it's uh, on the Bluetooth in your car. I don't care if it's uh, you know through uh, maybe uh, your Amazon Alexa. I don't know. However it is you access the NTL Now podcast, Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. Uh, appreciate seeing so many uploads and downloads uh, of the podcast every week and uh, definitely appreciate all the listeners out there for that. And of course, remember, tell all of your friends. They can access it via Spotify, via iTunes, even Google Play. Regardless, definitely uh, love having all of the listeners along the way here. And of course, a big thank you again to all of the sponsors who have helped make this uh, podcast possible along the way as well. So, Big thanks to everybody out there. Remember, without uh, all of your support, the NTL Now podcast would not exist. And, uh, you know, it just would not be uh, as fun and as joyous to do uh, as it is when you've got all this support behind it. So, again, a big thank you to all of you. And, of course, uh, you know, that's kind of uh, enough rambling out of me. I think it's time to get into some NTL Now sports content. So we'll do that coming up here in just a short. But, of course, as always, we like to get into uh, some sponsor thank yous. So we'll do that. And uh, coming up here in just a short, yeah, that's right. We're going to dive into some NTL recaps, some NTL standings and more that's all coming up plus coach Tyler Seekers to the Canton Warriors and the Brian Fees interview as well from the Daily Review that's all on the horizon so it's a big week for the NTL Now podcast folks don't go anywhere go grab a drink and a snack come back get ready to listen to a lot more NTL talk right here this week on the NTL Now podcast Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. It's dinner time and you don't feel like cooking. Where are you going to call? How about the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton? That's right. Whether you're looking for lunch or dinner, don't be afraid to call the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Let them feed you with all of their delicious menu items. Call today for dine-in or carry-out, 570-673-8777. That's the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. Welcome back to this week's edition of the NTL Now podcast. Shane Wilbur here with you, and folks, we have had quite the busy week in Northern Tier League sports. I mean, we have got all kinds of shuffling going on in the NTL standings on the volleyball side, on the soccer side, even in uh, you know the uh, football side of things as well. So I'm telling you, it's just been a crazy week out there in the Northern Tier League. And of course, you know, as I said, we're going to talk some football action coming up here in just a little while. But our NTL uh, Sports Week actually got started with the return of Canton Warrior Football. 
football. That's right. The Canton Warriors returning to the gridiron this past Monday night as they beat the Athens Wildcats by a final score of 33-9. A big rushing night for Riley Parker of the Warriors. 176 yards on the ground for the Warriors sophomore. Turns in a couple of touchdown runs as well for Canton. So, yes, a big night uh, for the Canton Warriors sophomore as uh, he uh, helped propel the Warrior offense uh, to their victory that night. But, of course, you know, I think what's uh, very wonderful to see for the Warriors out of the box, and I'll talk more about this uh, with Brian Fees coming up here in just a little while, it wasn't so much the offense but the defense they played was just swarming all night long. And, of course, they're going to need that uh, as they head into a big matchup coming up on Saturday night with Muncie as well at Miller A. Moyer Field. So, yes, a good start to the week for the Canton Warrior football team. Of course, as I said, they get ready for Muncie coming up on Saturday. We'll talk about that. Also, Athens and South Williamsport, uh, they're going to be another matchup coming up this weekend as well. But as I said, football, a big portion of the NTL Now podcast coming up a little bit later on in the program. Right now, though, we've got to take some time. Let's go back and uh, talk about some of the other great sports going on this week here in the Northern Tier League as well. Uh, big things going on with the Tawanda tennis team for the girls as they have been, uh, you know, very, very good all season long. They've got a season record right now of eight and three. Now, unfortunately, today uh, they were off in district play and they were defeated today by Montgomery uh, three matches to one. So uh, congratulations to the Tawanda girls tennis team for a great season. Uh, we're going to try and uh, catch up with uh, some of the players, some of the coaching staff as well uh, in a future episode of the podcast. But congratulations going out to the Lady Black Knights uh, for a great tennis season. So yes, if you happen to run into some of that team, do give them uh, a lot of kudos uh, for a great season. Sticking with some girls' sports in the Northern Tier League and some other big happenings going on uh, on the girls' soccer side. That's right, the Athens Lady Wildcats have been super dominant when it comes to the Northern Tier League and uh, for the Lady Wildcats this year. Bit of a shocker the other night as they now find themselves in a little bit of a tight race for the Northern Tier League soccer standings as the Wyalusing Lady Rams upset the Lady Wildcats on Monday night as the Lady Rams pull out a 2-1 lead in NTL soccer action. So congratulations to the Lady Rams for helping to tighten up the Northern Tier League standings. But on the other side of things, uh, that really makes for a really tight race. Now, of course, we've seen a lot of great performances this year. I don't know if anybody in the league this year has stopped Kara Clymer at Wellsboro from scoring goals. It seems like every week I'm reading how Kara Clymer has scored either five, six, seven, eight, maybe nine goals a game. I mean, Kara Clymer just racking in goals like absolute uh, craziness and madness. But uh, congratulations to her and the Lady Hornets for uh, staying tight in the Northern Tier League race. And uh, coming up here in just a short, you know, we'll visit the Northern Tier League standings and some of these other sports as well. Uh, staying on the girls' side of things, you know, we got to go to volleyball as well. Uh, don't look now, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, we've got some shaking things up going on in the Northern Tier League volleyball action as well 
as the North Penn Liberty Lady Mounties have found their groove. That's right. They are starting to roar in the Northern Interior League. They just handed Northeast Bradford their first loss of the season. That's right. The Lady Panthers were 7-0, and I believe, up to this point. And the North Penn Liberty uh, Lady Mounties come away with the big win over North Penn Liberty than uh, action earlier this week. I mean, for North Penn Liberty, they actually came out and uh, swept the Lady Panthers in uh, volleyball action as well as North Penn Liberty won 25-23, 25-22, and then by the third set, the Lady Mounties just wore them down and uh, North Penn Liberty comes away with the 25-16 win in the third set to come away with the three-set sweep over the Northeast Bradford Lady Panthers in volleyball action. So, yes, like I said, uh, things really starting to tighten up in uh, girls' volleyball action as well. Now, of course, on the other side of things uh, for volleyball action, the Canton Lady Warriors returning to the court this week, uh, last night, uh, defeating a very stout Troy Lady Trojans team. So Canton back on the uh, grind of volleyball as well. Uh, actually had an opportunity to catch up with Coach Alexander, uh, I think it was like last week sometime, uh, you know, just kind of in casual conversation. And, you know, she admits it's going to be a grind for the Lady Warriors, you know, as uh, Canton just kind of returning uh, back to school and uh, getting back into athletics. And the Lady Warriors now, they're back on the volleyball grind. I think they are actually, uh, as we are recording this podcast, I think they have a home match with Kalineski Valley uh, at uh, home this evening. But then, of course, they've got a lot more matches uh, to get under their belt to get their qualifying matches in for the upcoming district playoffs in volleyball as well. So, yes, things really starting uh, to shake up here on the girls' side of Northern Tier League Sports. Now, of course, on to the boys' side. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had kind of a uh, nice little, uh, I guess you want to say, vignette or uh, just kind of kudos uh, to the Tawanda boys' soccer team. Well, I am happy to say that uh, the win they got uh, a couple of weeks ago against Williamson was not their only win of the season as the Tawanda Black Knight boys soccer team, they come away with a big 3-2 win in double overtime over the Troy boys soccer team uh, the other night. So congratulations to Tawanda as uh, Feruli for the Black Knights comes away with the game winner. And it was the uh, Tawanda Black Knights able to come away with their second win of the season. So congratulations to them as they come away with yet another big win uh, for that senior class. And, you know, like I said earlier in a, in a podcast episode, this Tawanda team just, you know, they, <laughs> they, they battle, they scrap, they stayed together, they stayed the course. And uh, for this team now, they've got two wins in their senior season. And uh, for a senior class who hadn't experienced any kind of victory uh, up until this point in the season, hey, congratulations to them. Keep playing hard and uh, keep going at it. And, of course, uh, for the Black Knights, they now look uh, for a tilt with the Sarah Redskins coming up on Thursday. But uh, congratulations to them for another big win this season to uh, you know help boost their morale as the year goes on. 
So that's a quick recap of some of the happenings here in the Northern Tier League. But stick around. Coming up here in just a quick moment, we're going to head to the NTL Sports standings. We'll kind of uh, go through and see where some of our teams are sitting right now in uh, league play as far as uh, all the other sports around the NTL. So coming up, we will do that. So stick around. We've got an update on NTL standings. And, of course, coming up a little bit later in the podcast, we're going to talk Northern tier league football action as well so stick around more to come right here on the ntl now podcast at mansfield university we're proud to offer affordable life-changing education with more than 40 degree programs from two-year degrees to bachelor's and master's programs mansfield university has something for everyone small class sizes allow students to receive a personalized hands-on education making the value of your degree go even further. Learn how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. And of course, as always, a big thank you to Mansfield University for being a great sponsor here on the NTL Now podcast. Welcome back to this week's edition. Shane Wilber still here with you, and uh, let's get into some good NTL sports standings recap, shall we? That's right. We are at uh, the point in October where we need to take a look at the standings here in the Northern Tier League. Let's start with boys cross-country action, huh? Updated standings on ntlsports.com this week uh, looking at them in the large school division for boys you've got the Athens Wildcats undefeated at 7-0 in large school action Kalineski Valley 6-3 in the league 6-4 overall Troy 3-2 in the league 3-2 overall Tawanda 3-6 overall but 3-5 in the league Wellsboro and North Penn Mansfield bringing up the bottom of the NTL large school division in boys cross country. Small school division right now, it is Wyloosing sitting at 8-1 overall in, in the league. Canton's 3-1 overall and in the league. Northeast Bradford 5-4 overall and in the league. And Sullivan County and Sayre uh, round out the division there for the small school side. Let's go onward to girls cross country here, shall we? As we go on to the standings there, let's go to the large school division in girls cross country action where it is Wellsboro who is 9-1 overall, 7-1 in the league uh, for North Penn Mansfield. They are 3-2 overall and in the league. Troy 3-2 overall and in the league and Tawanda 5-4 overall and 4-4 four four in the league and it is Athens and Kalineski Valley who round out the large school division onto the small school division where Wyloosing is 9-0 overall and in the league. Canton 3-1 overall and in the league. Northeast Bradford 4 and five overall in in the league and Sarah and Sullivan County uh, round out the small school division in girls cross country hey let's go to volleyball we were just talking about that uh, just a little bit ago let's get to the standings there into the girls uh, large school division standings North Penn Liberty 7-0 overall and in the league followed by Wellsboro who is 5-2 overall and in the league and Athens right now 7-3 overall and 6-3 in league play with Tawanda and Troy rounding out the large school division onto the small school division where Canton is 4-0 3-0 in the league play Northeast Bradford is 7 and one now overall and in the league Wyloosing, Kalineski Valley, Williamson and Sayre 
all rounding out the bottom part of the small school division. So, yes, uh, volleyball standings there for you here in the Northern Tier League. Now let's go onward, shall we? Boys soccer action. That's right. Let's get to the standings for boys soccer uh, here in the Northern Tier League. Let's go to the large school for boys where the Wellsboro Hornets right now sit atop the large school division on the boys' side of things. They are 8-0 overall and in the league. Athens 9-2 both overall and in the league. North Penn Liberty sits 6-5 overall and in the league. And Northeast Bradford is 7-7 overall and 7-6 in league play. Troy, Sayre, Tawanda, Williamson, and Gailton uh, rounding out the NTL uh, boys' standings in soccer action. And actually looking at that, uh, there is no large or small school, just uh, one division uh, for boys' soccer action. So right now, Wellsboro, Athens, North Penn Liberty, and Northeast Bradford, your top four in NTL boys' soccer action. So that means we now go to girls' soccer action, where in the standings, for the girls' side of things, it is Athens right now and Wellsboro tied atop at 7-1-1 one one overall and in the league. Wyalusing girls are 7-2 overall and in the league. Troy 4-1 overall and 3-1 in the league. Tawanda is 6-5 overall and in the league. Uh, on the rounding out of the main division here for girls' soccer, Williamson, Northeast Bradford, North Penn Mansfield, and Sayre rounding out the girls' soccer standings there. So, yes, we've got an update for you there on the uh, standings here in the NTL in uh, some of the fall sports. So we've got that going on here in the Northern Tier League. And as always, always happy to give you updates. And, of course, a lot of the information you can find uh, will be online at ntsportsreport.com and, of course, uh, at ntlsports.com as well. And, of course, remember, uh, you can read all about it uh, at the Daily Review uh, as well. So, yes, plenty of outlets to find all of the NTL information uh, that you are looking for here in the Northern Tier League. Now, of course, uh, as I said, we do have some football we're going to talk about. And, of course, uh, to start that off, coming up here in just a moment, we have got the Canton Warrior football coach, Tyler Seacrest, standing by. We're going to talk to him coming up about the Warriors' return to the field against the Athens Wildcats this past Monday. And, of course, we'll talk with them about the big matchup they have coming up this week as well with the Muncie Indians. So stick around. Coach Seacrest from the Canton Warriors on the horizon right here on the ntl now podcast max driving academy in canton is the new way to teach your young teenage boy or girl how to drive the safe and proper way parents don't fret any longer about having to be nervous in that passenger seat let Max Driving Academy teach your driver how to be a safe driver. Call 570-404-7815 or look up Max Driving Academy on Facebook or online at maxdrivingacademy.com. That's Max Driving Academy in Canton. Our word for this year is resilient and uh, fits this, this year real well with, with all that you have to go through. But uh, I was just proud of the way they came out and responded tonight. We didn't start off very fast, but we uh, stuck with the game plan and, and got the win. 
And that there post-game reaction from head coach Tyler Seacrest of the Canton Warrior football team after their big 33-9 win this past Monday night against the Athens Wildcats and right here this week on the NTL Now podcast. Happy to be joined by Coach Seacrest and Tyler again. Thanks for joining me here on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Tyler, it's been uh, kind of a whirlwind for the Canton Warrior football team. Uh, obviously, you know, back on uh, what September the 18th, uh, you find out the devastating news that the program is going to have to be shut down for a little while. Uh, what does it mean to you now to see this team have a second chance to be able to get down on the, the on the field, uh, be able to uh, go out and play? I mean, does this kind of give a, a greater sense of appreciation not only to you but the players as well? Yeah, it makes you it makes you realize how much how much you appreciate the game, and uh, when you're away from it for a few weeks, uh, you sit there and you think about being on the practice field and with the boys and, and getting to the game uh, Friday night, and, and uh, now it gives a whole different meaning to it when you get there to Friday night and you're you're grateful for the opportunity to be out there and playing again. Well, this week started uh, not on Friday, but on Monday night, it was the return of the Warriors uh, to Alumni Stadium. Uh, you were able to work it out so that you could go play the Athens Wildcats. I mean, a tough Wildcat team. They were 3-0 and coming into this contest. Uh, what were your uh, you know thoughts to your team uh, getting ready for uh, that big matchup on Monday? Yeah, we were, first of all, we were grateful that Athens, that Athens played us Monday. Uh, we were looking for a game, and, and they played us to help make up that game that we missed right before we had to be quarantined. So uh, we were happy just to be there. Um, the key was to get out there and, and hope the rust wasn't wasn't too bad. Uh, being away, we had, we'd been away from the practice field for, for almost a month, and we were able to get uh, three practices in before the game. But uh, you're just hoping the boys are, are ready to go. But my, my, uh, what I told them to do was just, just play like it could be your last play especially the seniors, because the way this year's been, you just don't know. Uh, it's just been crazy, and, and every time you turn around, uh, it's a change of plans. I mean, you go out in this ball game, uh, you give up the early field goal, uh, Shane Reed hitting the big 31-yarder. All of a sudden, though, uh, you blink, and just before the half, you know, you get the big uh, scoop and score from Weston Bellows, and, and the Warriors put up 26 unanswered points heading into the halftime locker room. I mean, it just seemed like it was business as usual for this team, and uh, credit to them, you know, for their ability to just uh, come out and play aggressive, even after a month off. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're fortunate to have kids, some young kids, but they have a lot of experience and some older kids that have been, been in big games before. So uh, we came out and uh, weren't sharp right away, and Athens was fired up and ready to play. Uh, and it took a little while to get our legs, but once we did, it was like I think they felt like they were had, hadn't even been been off. You know what I mean? It's like they just kept rolling right from where they quit after the Troy game, so. I think what was cool about the game was, you know, everybody's going to talk about, you know, 33 points up on the scoreboard and think, wow, you know, Canton had a really good offensive night. But I think I was more impressed with this team defensively. It seemed like, you know, they really got after things. Uh, the defensive line played very well, and it seemed like they all seemed to, uh, you know, just kind of roll with their responsibilities and uh, just kind of forced Athens into some bad situations. Yeah, that, that was big. I mean, our defense – Defense held at least a couple times I know of. Uh, it was a good hold after after uh, at the beginning we fumbled down there and then we held them on four on three downs and they they kicked the field goal. So 
that was a win for where they started in field position. And then, and then there was a couple of goal line spans where, where we were able to hold them off and not give up any points. And our, our defense was just, just tough and they, and they made the play when they needed to. So now we turn the focus to Saturday night where you will have, uh, you know, the big familiar foe that uh, just seems to be the thorn in all Warrior fan sides and players as well. The Muncie Indians coming to town on Saturday night. Now, of course, the Canton School Board passing that some fans will finally be allowed uh, to come into the stands on Saturday night, which should make for a little more of a friendly, warm home atmosphere. But still, I mean, uh, emotions have to be running high this week knowing uh, what's on the line and who's coming to town. Yeah, yeah, Muncie, Muncie's got a, a tough football team again this year. Uh, they've built a great program there. Uh, we've split with them the last two years with us winning both regular season games and then and then we lost to them in the district finals by by three points and two points or whatever it was i, I can't remember but um yeah it's almost like uh troy's our rival but right behind them i'd say uh we got a new one the last couple of years once we get into the district playoffs i gotta ask you you know how do you and the coaching staff this week try to keep the players on on a level head knowing that you know even even their aggression's got to be up you know they, they've got to have kind of a, a sour taste in their mouth on how the season has ended the last two years to this team and you know Muncie's got a lot of their players returning from last year who were on that district championship team yeah we just need to go out and play uh like I said these kids have been in big situations before and uh they just need to act like they've been there uh we just need to stay the course if, if things go awry early we need to be able to just refocus and, and play on it's been you know a crazy whirlwind season thus far and you know as you said you know you got uh, you got to stay the course monday night in defeating athens you know and now of course the message stays the same uh, you know to stay the course uh this week with muncie i mean how do you in all of this somehow manage to keep such a level head i mean i can only imagine you know, the, the mind racing you've had to deal with over this last month, and somehow, some way, you seem to be that level-headed figurehead for this program. Well, a couple things. I think we may have jinxed ourselves a little bit when our, our word for the year was resilient because we best definitely got tested on that, how resilient we are. Um, and the second thing is you think about all the times that you you worry about something and then, uh, and then it never even happens. That's happened so many times this year. You... You worry about this game or that game, and then and then you don't have that game. So you just take it one one day at a time because things change so quickly that uh, you can't you can't let your mind get too far ahead of yourself. Now, of course, Tyler, a lot of the messages you preach is always one game at a time. But I know in the back of your mind, you know, you're thinking about you know hopefully finishing this season strong, obviously getting in this game with Muncie, having the uh, qualifying done, hopefully at least getting in your three games to be eligible for districts. But, I mean, you've got to be really excited about just how this team seems to uh, have been coming together, even though, you know, all the obstacles that have been put in front of them. Yeah, it's, it's like you said, one game at a time, but uh, this next one's the biggest one. We need this. We need one more game to qualify for districts. And uh, they've taken two teams out of Class A, so uh, I think we'll be all right as long as we qualify and we get enough games in to qualify. But then it's then it's one game at a time, and it's, as you get in the playoffs with a shortened season, and ours is even shorter. Each game you win is another game you get to play. So we're hoping we're hoping uh, course for that district championship. Uh, 
we've been right there so close and then that's our goal and we've worked towards that and uh that's what we're we're shooting for I tell you what, it's been, uh, you know, quite the ride to uh, see this Warrior team come together here. And, of course, you know, I know a lot of folks were uh, a little shocked to see, you know, just how well you came out of the gates Monday. And hopefully uh, that momentum carries uh, with you, the coaching staff, and the players as you guys roll into this big matchup coming up with Muncie on Saturday, of course. This is going to be uh, at uh, Miller A. Moyer Field in Canton. For those of you uh, wanting to pay attention, that game will be on uh, Wiggle 100 as well coming up 7 o'clock. Saturday night uh, homecoming as well for the Warrior faithful so I know you and uh, the coaching staff are working hard breaking down film and getting ready uh, for this big one coming up on Saturday night and uh, Tyler best wishes to you and the Warrior football team and uh, you know get out there and get busy I know you got more film more uh, you know things you want to break down yeah well thank you and, and thanks for all you do to, to support our NPL athletics and uh, we appreciate it Endless Mountain Brace Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. And back here now on the NTL Now podcast. And, of course, uh, a big thank you again to head coach Tyler Seacrest of the Canton Warrior football team for dropping in this week to give us some insight uh, on the Warrior football team. And uh, we'll talk more NTL football coming up here in just a little bit. But now it gives me great pleasure to welcome in sports editor from the Tawanda Daily Review and a return appearance. As, uh, you know, you've heard this voice uh, from plenty of times before, Brian Fees from the Daily Review joining me this week and Brian thanks so much again for taking some time here on the podcast yeah no problem Shane anytime all right so Brian before we get into this week's NTL football preview first I just want to kind of uh, touch on some other big happenings going on here around the Northern Tier League you know I kind of recap some of the early action this week in NTL sports kind of went through the standings a little bit earlier in the podcast what is going on in girls soccer right now that uh, has got this whole standing matchup all uh, tied up here it looks like what Wellsboro Athens Wyalusing all in a little bit of a log jam here well, it's uh, Athens, Wellsboro, Troy, all log jam. Wyalusing's a little back, but not much. And it's all because, you know, Wyalusing came out there and uh, they beat Athens. And that was Athens' first loss in five years in a league game. But, you know, Athens had already tied Wellsboro earlier this year. So now Athens and Wellsboro each have one loss and one tie. But Troy had been out, you know, hasn't played in almost a month, but they only had one loss this year. And they get a chance now to play everybody coming up all in the next two weeks here, basically. Just absolute craziness and madness, as I was basically telling all of the listeners uh, a little bit early on, just to see, you know, how crazy some of the things are going here in the Northern Interior League. Now, uh, a little bit earlier on, uh, as I was going through, you know, some of the standings and such and uh, some of the performances in uh, girls' soccer, what is going on with Kara Clymer this year out at Wellsboro? Brian, is she averaging like 10 goals a game this year or what? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Kara's having a fantastic year. I mean, she is a dominant, dominant, dominant player. I mean, she is really capable of scoring against anybody. She's closing in on Wellsboro's career record for goals now. I mean, she's been a really good player for a long time, but she had an injury earlier in the career, missed a year, and, you know, she's kind of just getting – you know, showing people this year what she's capable of doing. I mean, even with that injury earlier in her career, she's still closing in on 100 goals right now. That's just insane to me to think how every time I read like a recap or something, uh, I just see Kara Clymer scored six goals, seven goals, eight goals in the Wellsboro uh, Lady Hornets win. So yes, uh, definitely a good year for Kara Clymer for sure. Now on the NTL volleyball scene, don't look now, but is this the quietest undefeated North Penn Liberty Mounties volleyball team that uh, we've seen? I mean, is it just because of all that's been going on this year? We've just kind of been like, oh, hey, look, there's North Penn Liberty roaring up the scene again. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is, you know, they got a little later start than everybody. You know, uh, Southern Tyler School District started practices a week later than everybody else. They got a week later coming into the season, so they didn't play that first week. You know, they, they've really been kind of quiet, and then you didn't have Troy and Ken for a while, so there was a lot of weeks where there weren't as many games being played. But all of a sudden, you know, North Penn Liberty starting to play some teams, and they are really, really starting to dominate and show people, you know, some of the form that made them state finalists last year. It's just been absolutely crazy to me to uh, think, you know, just how, you know, wicked the uh, the whole sports season in the fall in general has been, you know, with schools having to uh, shut down for a little bit. Now things really starting to ramp back up again, and we hope that, uh, you know, it kind of stays this way. Now, on the flip side, you know, we saw North Penn Liberty, uh, you know, sweep Northeast Bradford the other night, but how about the Lady Panthers this year? I mean, that's their first loss, 7-1 and one on the year. Uh, great job going right now for the Lady Panthers. Yeah, Northeast Bradford's having a really, really good year. I mean, you could kind of see this coming the last couple of years. They have a really young team that have been building towards this the last few years. You know, they they started to show something last year. They really started to compete with some of the better teams in the league. And now they're right there, you know, among the best teams in the NTL. And, you know, it, they're for real. I mean, this is not some fluke thing early in the year. They have a lot of talent on that volleyball team. A lot of returning players who have been a part of this team for a long time now. Of course, uh, quickly with boys and girls cross-country action. Uh, just saw a, a home meet the other night uh, that Canton was hosting as they get back into the fold with cross-country. Uh, how do things set up uh, right now cross-country-wise? I mean, are there some runners we should be looking at who have a, a real good shot here as we come down the home stretch and get ready for districts at Warrior Run? Yeah, I think, first of all, you know, team-wise, you really got to look at, uh, you know, the Wyalusing girls, again, they won districts last year. They just ended twice 40, uh, their win streak of 40 in the NTL for uh, dual meets. You know, Wyalusing girls are starting to show the form that made them so good last year. Wyalusing boys and Athens boys, you know, Athens boys edged Wyalusing earlier this year. They just won the NTL title. And Wyalusing boys are the defending district champs. So, I mean, you have some really good teams there. And then, you know, you have some really good runners. I mean, Wyalusing lost to Alex Padden and Kemuel. Loudermilk, who are great runners, and Zion Loudermilk might be just as good this year as anything they lost last year. He probably will be right in the hunt to try to win a district title this year. 
Boy, just uh, happy to see, you know, NTL Sports back in full swing. And, uh, you know, it's always nice to kind of get the perspective of somebody who gets out there and actually able to see all of these athletes, you know, from time to time. I mean, I, I basically, you know, I'm always kind of enthralled in football season uh, a lot of the fall. So to be able to have you kind of give some insight on what's going on uh, around the league, definitely a positive. And it's always nice to kind of read up on, uh, you know, some of these athletes and uh, teams as well here as the season goes, of course course uh, you know I kind of gave props to the Tawanda tennis team uh, earlier of course the Lady Knights uh, falling to Montgomery in district action but a great season there for the Lady Knights and uh, hopefully we'll get to catch up with them and uh, their coaching staff as well here in a future episode of the podcast but Brian it is uh, another week of Northern Tier League football and we would be remiss if we did not talk some pigskin here for this upcoming week and of course uh, as I said I just got done talking with Coach Seacrest of the Canton Warriors a little bit ago and of course Canton comes out with that big 33 to 9 statement win on Monday and Brian I just I want some of uh, you know your kind of reaction to this when you saw Canton won 33 to 9 uh, you know what was kind of going through your mind I mean were you shocked to see just how well Canton came out after a month off I mean I I I was really surprised they played that well after that amount of time off. But what really got me in that game, and it's the really big thing going forward here, is the way they ran that ball. We know can't control the ball. You know you've got Cooper Kitchen and quarterback. You know you got Ben Knapp on the outside. You know they can make plays in the passing game. But Riley Parker looked like a beast. I mean, he was just running people over. He was running through people. I mean, he looked like, you know, vintage Marshawn Lynch going beast mode on people out there. And, if they can combine a run game with that passing game, I don't know how anybody's going to stop them. Well, the crazy thing about it was, you know, and people were asking me up in the press boxes, I was kind of, uh, you know, doing the radio thing uh, on uh, Monday night and they were asking me, you know, uh, what, what is the uh, formula here? And I'm like, Hey, I'm like the difference in this ball game is Canton's just, they're running downhill and, you know, you pair Riley Parker's big running efforts with Hayden Ward. Canton's got a combo of two sophomore backs who have really great vision with the ball in their hands. Yeah, I mean, I think we saw, you know, the, early in the season, that first game against Troy when they did get a chance to play, uh, you know, you started to see Canton could have a run game this year. Those two sophomores are really talented. They're really athletic, and they complement each other really well. I mean, Parker is just a very physical runner where Ward is really, really shifty and can elude people. But now that you have that break, it seems like they really focused coming out and decided, okay, well, the one thing that's easiest to do when you haven't played in a while is just line up and pummel people instead of trying to like be creative and throw all over the place. And that run game is just really good, and they complement each other so well out there. Now, of course, the Warriors uh, shift their attention to Muncie coming up on Saturday night. 7 o'clock kickoff coming at Miller A. Moyer Field. As I said earlier, our Wiggle 100 game of the week on Saturday night. It'll be our Saturday night feature. And, Brian, you know, as good as the Warrior football team has been, and they've had a great last uh, couple of seasons, that thorn in the side for them has always been Muncie. And they've got, uh, you know, a Muncie squad coming in that's just as young and uh, very experienced on Saturday night. Yeah, Muncie's played really good. And, you know, the one thing that's a challenge for the Warriors is as good as they played on Monday night and as good as they played against Troy early in the year, they've played two times this year. And Muncie's had a lot more games under their belt. They've gotten a lot of more experience with those younger kids this year. So that is a challenge to overcome. And, you know, they're really going to have to run the ball well. They're going to have to, you know, 
combine that with a good passing game. And the biggest thing for Canton is they just can't make the mistakes that seem to have haunted them in past games against Muncie. You know, you can't have the turnovers. You can't give up the big plays late. And, you know, that's the thing they got to kind of avoid this week. Going to be a barn burner for sure. You know, talking with Coach Seacrest, he he admits, you know, you got to keep the players level-headed this week. Everybody knows what's on the line. But, yes, if you are, uh, you know, one of those lucky fans who's going to have a ticket for Miller A. Moyer Field, I promise you, you are going to be in for a great one. All right, now let's go to the Troy Trojans this week as they get back on the field Friday night. You know, they've been off now for about three weeks, and they get ready to head to Wellsboro where they will take on the Hornets. Wellsboro themselves, they were in a bit of a drought as uh, you know they were unable to get some games in here I think over the couple of week period but uh, now they're going to have to regroup after their big win over Tawanda last week now it's a different animal it's the Troy Trojans coming to town I mean what should we expect uh, out of Troy do you think you know Troy comes out a little more of the Troy of old that we've seen you know given the fact they've been off that uh, the run game will probably be featured a lot more Friday yeah I would think so because I mean the same as we saw with Canton, you know, they came out after a long time off and they really tried to establish the run. And I think Troy will do the same thing because, you know, it is hard to have your timing back with your quarterback and your receivers and get everything in sync when you've been away for a while. It's a lot easier to just get behind people like Mason Amp with those running backs and just say, we dare you to tackle them. Because one thing we know for sure, Mason and those offensive linemen didn't get any smaller in the last three weeks. So they're still going to be big. They're still going to be strong and they're still going to run behind them. That's very true. And, you know, a good thing for the Troy Trojans is, you know, at least they were able to get back on the practice field uh, for a couple of practices this week, kind of uh, fine-tune some things uh, for this Wellsboro matchup. But, you know, you flip the other side, Wellsboro, you know, they've been able to, uh, you know, find their ways to victory as well. Of course, they had the little hiccup in the Jones Trophy game uh, against North Penn Mansfield. But, uh, you know, when Wellsboro's clicking, uh, this one has the possibility uh, for a, a bit of a track meet as well as far as lighting up the scoreboard between these two teams. Yeah, Wellsboro's got a lot of talent. You know, they've, they've got some guys that are running the ball pretty well. You've got Isaac Keene, who really looks improved at quarterback this year. And so they have some weapons on offense. And, you know, they have the same thing as Troy. They had a couple-week break where they didn't play a game. But the one thing that helped them is they did get a chance to get back last week, kind of get into a little rhythm. So they're probably going to be a little more, you know, confident in that passing game and feel like they're a little bit more in rhythm at this point. Now, of course, uh, as we keep the schedule going here in the NTL football side of things, you've got Tawanda. You know, they've got a matchup coming up on Friday night. They're going to be hosting Columbia Montour Votech. You know, and you look at this Tawanda team in a way, you know, I kind of I feel for them this year. I feel like that team is a lot better than the record indicates. I mean, Trent Kithcart has been running hard. You know, Ryan West, he has had uh, some flashy moment or flashy moments. Haven Benjamin Fee, you know, he's even had some uh, great moments as well. And uh, unfortunately, right now, they're just kind of in a position where, you know, the, they're, they're trying to get a quarterback to grow up right in front of our eyes. And unfortunately, it's just, you know, that uh, premise of high school football where sometimes injuries happen and you know it, it just comes back to hamper a team yeah i mean losing a quarterback like mason johnson who's a senior in the very first game right at the start of the first game you know that's really tough you know mason johnson came out first play of the year for tawanda had a big run you know 40 yards and really looked like he was going to do something this year and then he gets hurt right after that and 
not only is it hard to grow up a young quarterback, but it's got to be hard to change everything. You had planned everything around Mason Johnson. You had a weird offseason. Teams didn't get the same work in the summer. So, I mean, some of these younger quarterbacks probably didn't even get the same amount of work you would normally get to prepare for a season. And now you're asking him to step in and start varsity games. So, of course, you know, Tawanda, they'll be at home Friday night uh, with Columbia Montour Votek. But like I said, you know, I mean, Tawanda has shown their good flashes. And, uh, you know, Trent Kithcart, I think, is kind of one of those underrated athletes in the league. You know, he's a, he's a very tough runner. He's very tough to bring down with the ball in his hands. And uh, I expect to see uh, Tawanda really go with a heavy dose of him coming up Friday night, uh, you know, to hopefully uh, get that first win in the column. Yeah, I mean, he's a really good athlete. You know, he spent most of the early part of his career, you know, he was catching the ball instead of running the ball. But, you know, now this year you're trying to get him the ball a lot more. You're feeding him the ball and carries. And, you know, he looks like somebody that can really do something for them. You know, the, the really hard thing is they're just really young, too. You know, it's not just their quarterback. They have a lot of young bodies all over the place. And so you're trying to develop a line. You're trying to develop, you know, a consistency on offense and you know it's going to take somebody like Kitzkart breaking some big runs and making some plays and you know maybe gaining a little confidence for that offense and for some of the younger kids around him interesting matchups around the northern tier league this week okay we've got uh, some other matchups including south Williamsport and athens montgomery and wyalusing and of course sayre and north penn mansfield now all of those three matchups all with big ramifications as all of those teams uh, pretty much for the most part are all battling for some kind of playoff uh, positioning in some way or another, you know, especially North Penn Mansfield, who's on the outside looking in right now of the AAA side. You've got Wyalusing, who's within, I think, uh, what, eight hundredths of a point or something like that uh, towards the uh, District 4 playoffs. Athens looking for a bounce back. South Williamsport trying to stay in the playoff picture. So, I mean, we've really got some matchups this week with a lot of playoff positioning ramifications going on. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely this year because of the fact that we have a smaller district bracket, you know, it's definitely making every one of these games so much more important. You know, years past, if you had one loss at Athens, you'd probably feel pretty confident you're going to be a playoff team. Right now, that second loss could be, you know, devastating for you. These teams know that every single game is crucial at this point because you can't afford another loss because it, there's just no margin for error. There's not a lot of teams going into districts, and you need to be – almost perfect if you want to make it this year do you think given the fact that you know there is only four teams going in the double a bracket this year instead of the regular eight uh do you think that just kind of adds a little bit uh, of added pressure going on uh this week with teams like wellsboro troy uh sayre and uh, you know some others as well given the fact that you know we're only what two games away now from the district playoffs as all things have to be in i believe by the 24th where teams have to submit games played in record for power rankings yeah, I mean, you definitely see, and I, I think there's also not only is there a lot of, you know, every one of these teams know these games down the stretch are really important. I'm betting there's an awful lot of scoreboard watching going on, too, because Wellsboro, while losing player, I'm sure they're all aware that each other, they're all battling each other for that spot, and they need to make sure that they, you know, get a win. They want to make sure other people are losing. They want to see what's going on around the league because it's really tough this year. I mean, Double A has a lot of really good teams, and they'll only take four of them 
you're going to have some really good football teams that normally would be maybe not only getting the district, but winning a game or two in district. And they're going to be sitting home this year. So basically what you're telling me is you're going to have uh Wyloosing, Troy, Sayre, all rooting for Athens on uh, Saturday night, hoping the Wildcats could pull off that win, knock off South Williamsport and kind of bring them back down towards the bottom of the uh, rankings and uh, hopefully propel some of our other teams up. Yeah, I'm sure everybody's uh, going to be rooting pretty hard for Athens this week. It's got to be a little weird because, you know, Sayer rooting for Athens is a little odd, but I'm thinking it's going to be happening this week because a lot of teams really want to see those teams. Uh, they, they really not only need wins, but they need things to go in their favor because it's just really hard, especially when you're talking PowerPoint and, you know, South Williamsport playing a triple-A team here. You know, they could get more points if they beat Athens, and these other teams are all aware of that going to be a crazy Friday and Saturday in Northern Tier League football action. I can't wait to get out there. Uh, I'll have uh, Troy and Wellsboro coming up on Friday night on Wiggle 100. Looking forward to that. Uh, over on the bridge, we will have the Tawanda Black Knights hosting Columbia Montour Votech, and then uh, Kenny Lane will be on Wiggle 100 on Saturday night uh, to bring all the action of Canton and Muncie. So, Brian, we've got uh, a good slate of NTL matchups this week. Uh, where are you going to be heading out to uh, cover action this weekend yourself? Uh, I'm not going to be able to get to a game myself this weekend. We have a lot of games going on, so I'm going to have to be doing some uh, layout and stuff. But uh, we're going to have people out at every single game this weekend, and uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, fun and exciting action going on, that's for sure. Hey, he's the sports editor from the Daily Review, and he's always busy, that is for sure. And, of course, uh, Brian Fees, you can follow him on Twitter, at BDFees, for uh, all of your NTL Sports Insights on the Twitterverse. So, Brian, again, thank you so much for taking some time here on the podcast this week to uh, talk NTL sports uh, both around the globe and, of course, uh, you know, here in uh, NTL football as well as we covered pretty much all of the uh, issues and, uh, you know, kind of scenarios I wanted to this week. And Brian, thank you uh, again for always being, uh, you know, right there uh, and uh, willing to be on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Anytime, Shane. And there you have it, folks. Yet another great interview with Brian Fees and more great NTL sports content there. I'm telling you, if it happens in the Northern Tier League, that guy knows about it. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm usually always uh, kind of enthralled and busy with football in the fall season. So always nice to uh, have guys like Brian Fees, of course, uh, Chris Manning and many others out there. Uh, to be able to help supply uh, some great content on some of the other sports as well in the Northern Tier League right here on the podcast uh, too. So yes, again, uh, a big thanks to everybody out there for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed another great episode of the NTL Now podcast this week. Again, uh, a special thanks to Brian Fees, as you just heard from the Daily Review, head coach Tyler Seacrest from Canton Warrior Football for joining me this week. Remember, you can tune into the podcast on Google Play, iTunes, and also Spotify as well, or download it from the ntlsports.com website. And of course, remember, a lot of the content here on the podcast this week, courtesy of ntsportsreport.com, ntlsports.com, and of course, from the Daily Review. So a big thanks to all of those outlets uh, for helping to provide content this week. This is Shane Wilbur saying so long and thanks for tuning in again this week. I'll talk to you Friday night from Wellsboro. Friday football on Wiggle 100. It's Troy and Wellsboro and this has been another great edition of the NTL Now podcast, an exclusive production of Circle W Sports.
Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.